Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. After driving over a thousand miles on bad roads last weekend, it was really good to get home and spend some time with the cattle. The calves have been weaned three weeks now and have about got the patch of grass that are on cleaned up. The cows have been moved to corn stalks. I had gone over to put in some fence before the ground got too much stiffer. It seemed like nothing had gone real smooth that morning. A lot of phone calls to make and little jobs that eat up the minutes. I ended up waiting until after dinner to go over to the cows. The ice from the weekend storm had sagged the electric fences enough that most of the cows were not in the patch I wanted them in. But my timing was good. They were ready to come back for a drink and I was able to open up a spot and most of the cows came through. I spent a good part of the rest of the afternoon retrieving the nonconformists. With the afternoons being so short this time of year, the sun went down just about as I was finishing up. As I headed home, I happened to glance over at the cows and spotted a young bred heifer laying flat on her side, kicking at her belly. Apparently something she had eaten on her field trip had not agreed with her. I did not have anything to help her with in the pickup, so I thought the best thing I could do was to keep her moving. She was able to get up and I walked her for close to another hour until she blended in with the landscape well enough that she was hard to keep an eye on. One of the drawbacks of black cattle. I had gotten back to the pickup and noticed lights on at the neighbors so I drove over to borrow their phone. I couldn't get anyone at home but was able to get hold of Dr. Rice. He thought it would be a good idea to try to get a shot of banamine in her. So I headed the 12 miles home to pick up rope, remedies, and reinforcements. My sons Wyatt and Zane were home from wrestling practice. I hollered at them to get some work clothes on while I went out and did the evening chores. The boys have spent enough time coon hunting lately that all the flashlights have either been left in the friends' vehicles or out in the fields. Maybe they were thinking that if the raccoons got to playing with them they would give away their locations. We did manage to find one small flashlight and a one billion candle power two-handed spotlight best plugged into a three-quarter ton pickup. By the time we had what we needed found and were on our way, I was not in the best frame of mind, but I had the pickup moving fast enough the boys thought it was better to tolerate my ranting than to bail out of a moving vehicle. We got back to the field the cows were in, and the bread heifer was near the corner I thought I had left her at. My son Zane is the one I have hauled thousands of miles to rodeos over the past few years. That means he has spent maybe a total of 15 minutes practicing with his rope, which makes him the most practiced roper on the ranch. Even though he is only weighing 100 pounds, he thought that he should take the head and I should try to pick up the heels. The roping style is different in an arena than it is in the real world, but Zane did not realize that. Arena cowboys cannot throw the rope unless the object of their loop's desire is moving at full speed and their loop is spinning fast enough to levitate them into a better elevated position to throw. To give Zane credit, he did catch on his first toss. He caught around the heifer's middle just as she ran through the electric fence and out into the wide open 120 acre playground of unfenced cornfield. I did not get a chance to throw my heel loop. By the time the heifer had drugged two teenage boys back and forth across a pivot a few times, she appeared to be feeling better. After getting a second rope on her and a shot in her, we were able to shuck the ropes 
and she willingly went back through the electric fence to seek the comfort of her companions. It seems like most of our worst ranch wrecks involve ropes, but they are a necessary part of the business, and it makes Christmas shopping for cowboys easy. It is always nice to start with a rope that does not have too much of a sad history. In the West are men who ride hard of hoof and thick of hide when twine is loosed from saddle side they give a hearty whoop fleetly pursuing bull cow or calf with rope they will write their own epitaph it is all done for the stock's behalf they feed the hungry loop one poor hand could not compare his rope it seemed would seldom snare on the prairie sod he left it lay there and stated short of breath Alas, he said, no more ropes for me. A cowboy poet is what I will be. The hungry loop is false history, for mine has starved to death. If you have a cowboy on your gift list that doesn't need a new rope, please stop by my homegrown webpage at rpsmith.us and take a look at my CDs and books. Have a great week. Hope you can join us back here next time for another edition of Homegrown.